Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Kiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by Wonkley Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber to the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. And we are back. Welcome to episode number two of betting with the Barbers powered by Superbook Sports, and they said, guys, we wouldn't last. Ha, <laughs> I'm Ron Crutch, joined by the dynamic duo, former New York Giant Tiki Barber and former Tampa Bay Buck Rondé Barber. Fellas, great to be back with you, and I'm excited for another show. I am, it except be, for right? I'm, I'm a little nervous about your gloating that's about to happen because of the Denver Broncos trip to MetLife Stadium that ended... Uh, not in favor of the good guys. <laughs> I hate Stop. to say I told Stop. you so. Stop. Stop. Don't even. I mean, don't even. Can we go to something else, please? John, go to something. Uh, Ron, go to something else. Fine. All right. You know, I had a whole hour set aside for that. But, uh, okay. You guys are the stars. Whatever you want, you get. You know, hey, listen. What We, we came into week one and we said expect the unexpected. But, man, I hope uh, our listeners and viewers – took some underdogs because they were barking in week number one. Check out some of these numbers, guys. 11 underdogs came in compared to only four favorites. And this is the number that blew my mind and probably a lot of people's wallets as well. Nine of those dogs won outright. So if you took them on the money line, you made some cash. Guys, give us your uh, just some of your takeaways from week number one. Well, it started uh, at the Thursday night game. Tampa and and uh, Dallas. I mean that that line was ridiculous, and it kept getting bigger as as, the, as it approached game time. But I think I said last week there were so many unknowns about the Dallas Cowboys. We didn't know what Dak was going to be. The defense had completely changed. Uh, you know, and I went into that game thinking it was going to be just exactly what the line said. It was going to be a blowout. But you know, I actually went to that football game and I came away impressed with not only Dak, but the the def- the, the entire Dallas team. They're going to compete this year. I mean, I don't know if they need Zeke Elliott right now. They threw the ball 58 times or something <laughs> last week. Yeah. Uh, but that but that kind of set the tone for the for the entire week, man. You know, uh, Detroit going to San Francisco and finding a way to get back into that game. Um, it, it was a tough week if you're better to me because and, – and there's unknown, obviously, at the beginning of every football season. You just don't really know. Uh, right. But we learned a lot last week. Yeah, I think we definitely did. And there was a, a lot of surprises, including the Saints 
just manhandling the Green Bay Packers. Wow, the crazy. MVP, Aaron Rodgers, looked terrible. And he's talking about getting hit in the family jewels, and that's what calls him to throw an interception. I mean, it was it was kind of insane. The biggest one to me, though, was Houston and David Culley. We had so much disrespect for him as a head coach, and here he is motivating these guys. Terod Taylor played great. Uh, Brandon Cooks had a bunch of yards. I mean, Houston surprised Maybe not really surprised. The Jaguars, they stink, but still, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of unexpecteds in week one, but I hope that informs us for week two. Yeah, absolutely. Just a few uh, last numbers before we look ahead. Uh, the largest lines last week, it was Tampa Bay, like you mentioned, nine and a half, San Francisco, eight and a half, and the Rams were at eight and a half too. Only the Rams covered in that. Uh, Detroit came back crazy and uh, and they covered by the notorious half points. So, uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> I know that a lot of people who picked uh, the 49ers were nervous. But uh, and then the Denver Broncos. Not just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to walk away. <laughs> it's way yeah, too man. early to start. I well, mean, this is a team uh, that, you know, we, it, let's let's just calm down. It's week number two. And before we preview week number two of the NFL season, make sure that you are prepared doing your homework and getting the latest odds from superbook.com. And once you do your prep, get in the game by downloading the Superbook app today for the latest lines and special betting promotions. And make sure to follow on Super or on social media at Superbook Sports. Okay, guys, we move into week number two. And maybe this will be a bounce back week for the favorites. Uh, quickly, the opening week you know it's it's always a crapshoot really but we come into number two and we have some huge lines again tampa bay current odds uh of this broad as of this broadcast come in at minus 12 and a half cleveland minus 12 and a half against houston and green bay opened up a minus 10 and a half uh they're up to minus 11 against detroit uh those are some huge lines but it all kicks off tonight with the thursday night game Tiki's New York Giants and the Washington football team uh, kick off at 820 Eastern, 620 in the Mountain Time Zone. Guys, uh, listen, it's only week number two, but these two teams are limping into this matchup. The Giants will be without uh, tight end Evan uh, Ingram again this week, and, you know, slow to heal from that a calf injury. Uh, Saquon Barkley, questionable. He continues to be a limited participant in practice. And then on the other side, the Washington football team will be without their starting quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, possibly for the next six to eight weeks after he suffered a uh, hip injury in that opener. Uh, current odds going into tonight's Thursday night football game. Uh, Washington opened up as a minus four and a half favorite. They are currently Minus three and a half. The over opened up at 42. It's now at 40 and a half. Uh, let's get things rolling. And uh, Tiki will let you kick this one off. Give us your take on this game. Yeah, it's easy to see why the money is is going towards the the favorite here. Seventy percent of the of the money is going for the Washington football team. Sixty six percent of the tickets are heading uh, to the home team as well. And you mentioned some of those injuries, Evan Ingram. You also left out Shane Lemieux, who is an offensive lineman for the Giants. And if you watched the Denver Broncos game, Ron, which I know you did, one of the big issues was the <laughs> offensive line. Nate Solder got pushed over into duty onto the right side. He struggled. Will 
Angel Hernandez, he struggled at right guard. Saquon Barkley had nowhere to run the football, and he may be still limited because of that uh, uh, recovery from his ACL surgery. And so this is, I don't want to say this is an easy one um, because the Giants look like they're literally limping into this game. Uh, and But from the Washington football team side, I know Ryan Fitzpatrick brought a lot of potential upside because of what we've seen in the past. But Taylor Heineke has a lot of respect in that locker room and his team, uh, the team loves him. That locker room loves him. You hear Chase Young talking about him like he's the second coming. Now, we don't know what he's going to be, but as long as they don't make some of the mistakes that they made last week against the Chargers, which, which forced them out of that game, I think Washington can be very productive. They'll rebound defensively. They gave up 424 yards against the Chargers. They'll rebound. They're better than that. And so against a Giants team that's still trying to find its way, I think the home team laying three and a half, that's a good bet. Well, Ron, I'll tell you one thing. Before – Tiki was a New York Giant before I was a Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We were both Washington Redskins fans. So grew up in Virginia, Virginia boys. Okay. It's, it's it's hard for me. Well, I used to be a Giants fan for about 10 years. But <laughs> I'm also still a Redskins fan. Uh, it's hard for it's hard for me to look at this Washington team, Ron, and see and not see them covering this. Look, Tyler Taylor Heineke came into the game last week. He was 11 for 15. He was efficient. Um, yes, they lost that football game, but they got a lot from Antonio Gibson in the running game. Their defense is still strong. I love their defensive line. I always have. Ioannidis, uh, Sweat, and, and Allen, those are great football players. And I think they'll take it to the New York Giants. Now, is, is, is Daniel Jones uh, the quarterback of the future? Well, as the quarterback of right now, he's still kind of the same guy that we've seen the past couple of years. And without a solid running game, without balance on, 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 on offense for the Giants, I, I don't see how they go on the road and, and, and cover three and a half here. Now, they have all kinds of problems. Both of these teams are 0-2. It's a, it's a game where really you don't trust either offense. Uh, but in a, in a game like this, I'm taking the home team, 100%. Very good. Uh, great breakdown. Um, guys, it's one of those games where, you know, another tough task for that Giants offense to face a top defense this time on the road. A uh, few quick stats. Washington 1-5 and five against the spread in its past six games as a home favorite. Uh, that's a big one, but I, I agree. I, I think that uh, this one with the spread where it is, uh, I hate the half-point hook, but I, I think the Washington football team uh, will get it done. So make sure to stay on top of any line movement at superbook.com for the latest lines, the point totals, and Superbook promotions. All right, guys, let's move on. Early game uh, on the East Coast, 1 Eastern, 11 here in the Mountain Time Zone as the San Francisco 49ers take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, San Francisco opened as a minus three road favorite. The odds as of uh, this broadcast, they haven't moved. Still minus three. The over-under is at 50. Now, two teams who earned wins last week. Uh, the, the Eagles winning outright as underdogs in Atlanta and, and really just dominating the Falcons in that one. And the 49ers, who almost blew a 28-point lead and almost <laughs> ruined many fan survivor pick pools, including this, guys. Uh, but we survived the late scare to beat the Lions. Uh, second week in a row, the 49ers are on the road. Philly is a home field field goal underdog. Uh, Jalen Hurts looked fantastic in his first start of 2021. So good, guys. 
his Jersey sales went up 500% after that game. Yeah. So, uh, I know Tiki, you ordered one, um, but here we go. <laughs> They're facing a much tougher defense in the 49ers. Grande, we'll kick it to you. So look, the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, I actually watched that game as getting prepared for Atlanta to play Tampa this week. I, so I went back and watched that game. Jalen Hurts is a problem. When you watch the way that he moved around the pocket and scrambled, he's going to challenge uh, every defense that he plays. Now Atlanta was un- overmatched. That's a that's a bad football team. I don't I don't I don't know that anybody should take Atlanta all year. They're just they're just not ready. But that being said, Philly looked the part, uh, especially on on offense. Now 49ers did win last week. Uh, um, they they come with a big big loss though. They 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 got hurt in the secondary. Verrett is out again. Um, they they lost the running back Mostert. Yeah. But they're still explosive. I like San Francisco uh, with these th- with these three points because of the, because of their offense. Jimmy Garoppolo looked like the Jimmy Garoppolo they expected expected him to be. Threw the ball down the field. Debo Samuel that long pass. He wasn't. On, why isn't he not on our fantasy football team, Tiki? Why did you not put Debo <laughs> for our fantasy football team? Because um, I thought they were going to have quarterback issues. <laughs> I, I did. I did too. But they. But they don't. San Francisco, to me, is 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 the favorite for a reason here. Even though they're going coast to coast and playing an early early game, I, I, I like them. Philly's just not quite ready to win, even though they looked great uh, uh, last week. They're not. They're not ready to beat a, a good team like like San Francisco. I 100%, 100% disagree with you. Look, oh, I know here that we the go. I know that, look, I can't, I'm not supposed to like the Philadelphia Eagles, but <laughs> Jalen Hurts is a born winner. He's been this way since he was in high school. He was this way his first year at Alabama. I'm not talking about like Alabama State. I'm talking about Alabama. He goes and he leads them to the college football playoff. He gets demoted. He has he's a great teammate. He comes in and saves them in the big in the SEC championship game against Georgia, leading them back to the college football playoff. He transfers to Oklahoma. He's a stud there, leading the team in passing and rushing and almost winning the Heisman Trophy. The dude can play football, and it just takes him time to adjust. He had 326 all-purpose yards last weekend, too, uh, 62 of them on the ground and responsible for three touchdowns. The kid can play, and he's a master creator, even if his numbers aren't exceptional in a lot of ways. Now, the 49ers, back to the 49ers uh, real quickly. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo does not like splitting reps. He hates it. It's, but he's yeah. he's saying it is what it is, uh, but he hates this. Trey Lance right. is going to be an issue for the chemistry of Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he's paid and everything else. Um, they have a lot of explosion. I'm not necessarily worried about Raheem Mostert, uh, who is out for maybe the year with that knee chip, a cartilage chip, uh, because Elijah Mitchell from Louisiana, most people don't know about this kid, just bald. Uh, and you saw this in the preseason. It didn't matter who they put in the backfield. They dominated the line of scrimmage. And so their run game is going to be fine. But I know this, and this is why I'm taking Philly to cover. Uh, it is hard to play in Philadelphia. The, um, the fandom, the emotion, the 49ers flying across the country to go into the vet. I mean, to go into the link. Uh, that's a 40. And again, another slip here. Uh, go into the link. <laughs> I was traumatized by the vet. Uh, the piece of crap that it was. <laughs> uh, I like Philly to cover this three simply because Jalen Hurts is an X factor and they can control the, the game with his legs and ball control and keep Jimmy and that explosive offense off the field. Producer I, I, Mike Rigg, you better mark this. Tiki's taking the Eagles. We might ne- first, first time ever. First time ever. 
great points, hey, Tiki. I still, I still like Kyle Shanahan on the road. Mm. There you go. That's what this is about. The guys disagree on this one. Couple of uh, odds and uh, and prop bets coming in from Superbook. Uh, you talked about Hurts. He's twenty to one odds to win the NFL MVP. Wow. Uh, to, and in that game, the over under for his combined passing and rushing yards is two eighty three point five. And we also got to give Garoppolo some love too. Uh, over under on his passing yards 256.5 so uh let's see let's see him do it against a good team there you go. <laughs> that's all i'm that saying that's all i'm point. saying that is a good point all right let's now move on we've got another game on the east coast as the new england patriots travel to take on the new york jets 11 a.m here in the mountain time zone 1 p.m eastern um on the east coast the odds on this one, New England opened up. We got some movement, guys, at minus three and a half point favorite in this one. The current odds, according to Superbook.com, they are a minus six favorite. The number over under is at 42. Two teams who lost in week number one, New England losing at home uh, to the Dolphins and the Jets falling to Carolina. Second NFL start for the Jets rookie quarterback, uh, Zach Wilson. And guys, we all know what the Patriots do to rookie quarterbacks. History yeah. shows they make it a long, miserable day for them. We'll see if history repeats them itself. Tiki, let's kick off with you. Your thoughts on this matchup. Yeah, you guys know that I did the Carolina Jets game last weekend, and I saw this firsthand. Their offensive line struggled. Mike LaFleur, their rookie and first-time signal caller, uh, he also struggled, especially in the first half. But I give them a lot of credit because after halftime, it was a different team. And Zach Wilson looked more comfortable. He threw two touchdowns to Corey Davis. That's going to be a great one-two combination, I think, right now and maybe even for the foreseeable future. But the biggest issue that they now have to address is their offensive line. I mean, both New York teams have offensive line issues. Uh, and with Makai Becton being down with the with the knee injury, uh, they have to have George, uh, George Fant go over to the left side where he says he's uncomfortable. He says it's like it's like you know <laughs> pitching left-handed instead of right. I was like, what? You didn't you play left tackle? Uh, and Morgan Moses, who we like because he's a UVA kid, uh, he comes in on the right side. They're going to struggle to protect their quarterback and most importantly run the ball. I would definitely take the under on this one uh, because I think uh, both these teams are going to struggle to score. And it's not because Mac Jones is inefficient. He's very efficient. But this team for the Patriots has always been, we're going to grind it out. I mean, there was a couple of seasons where Tom Brady threw 50 touchdown passes and it was like, let's score as many points as we can. But sure. Bill Belichick likes to win by by attrition, by grinding you to, into, into a submission. And that's how he's confuses and disrupts rookie quarterbacks. You're going to see two down linemen on the defense yeah. side. You're going to see all kinds of different movement in the secondary so that uh, Zach Wilson can't get a beat. I like the the Patriots here, even though they're on the road uh, laying six points, um, simply because they're, 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 they're well coached and they don't have all of the issues right now. New coach, new system issues like the Jets have. Well, Tiki, you, you, you forget that I'm on this show as well. So, like, speed it oh, up. Oh, yeah. That Give me some yeah, time to talk here. Give me some time <laughs> to talk here. Look, I, I like the Patriots on the road to win. I don't like I don't like the six points. It keeps getting mm -hmm. bigger, and I don't really know why. New mm -hmm. England is a 
let's call it a methodical team. You you just said it. You laid it out perfectly. They're not going to score a bunch of points. They they also have a rookie quarterback uh, who played well last week. They, they did. He did enough to win that football game last last week against the Dolphins. But they didn't. So I, to me, this isn't a team that's going to blow up the, the scoreboard. This is not going to be a shootout. I did like what. But, uh, what Zach Wilson did in the game last week, uh, you did a very good job covering the game as well. But he ran for his life. He ran for his <laughs> yeah, he life did. all game long. <laughs> now, in the second half, it turned into more of a game. And, and I think we talked about this last week, that 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 spread at five. It's funny how it hit exactly on five because that's kind of kind of kind of what it does. I, I do not like. I do not like uh, uh, this this game to get out of hand. I don't think it's going to be plus mm. seven uh, at, at all. I don't think it's going to be a touchdown win. You take uh, uh, New England on the road, six points. Come on, it's not going to it's not going to be that. It's not going to be that big. I, I do like what New England has on offense, though. If we're just talking about the game, Damian Harris had a hundred yard game. Nelson Aguilar, the free agent addition, he yeah. showed up for for his young quarterback. Uh, but this 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 game's gonna be closer than I think people anticipate. All right. Well, in my opinion, New England against a rookie quarterback with their backs up against the wall, that's not a good combination if you're a Jets fan. Can Wilson pull off the upset? I don't think so. I'm going New England on this one. A couple of prop bets coming in from superbook.com. If you we we gave we talked about Wilson, but Mac Jones uh, over under for his passing yards. 244 and a half and the over under i mean this is kind of playing into what both you guys said low scoring game uh for passing tds only one and a half so Mm. there's a couple prop bets going into the uh the jets and new england another big line uh denver and the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is another 11 a.m. game in the Mountain Time Zone, 1 p.m. Eastern. The line opened at Denver minus six. Wow, on the road, a minus six favorite. In uh, the current odds from Superbook.com, the line has not moved. It's still a minus six. The over/under, the point total is 45 and a half. Guys, Denver back-to-back East Coast road games. First New York and now Jacksonville, racking up those frequent flyer miles, no doubt about it. But they're coming off a, a nice victory over the Giants. The defense did what they're supposed to do, but also. Quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, he was extremely impressive, uh, very consistent, and that's what the Broncos wanted from him. Not a great debut for the number one pick in the draft. Uh, Trevor Lawrence last week against Houston threw three picks. And then, of course, you know, the rumors of head coach Urban Meyer bailing Mm. for college football have already begun after one game. Uh, He did squash some of those rumors uh, in his press conference the other day, but uh, let's talk about this matchup. Rondé, we'll start with you. Denver coming in as a road favorite at minus six. They should be a road favorite and it should be higher line. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever plays Jacksonville this year, whoever plays Jacksonville, whatever team should be favored by more than a touchdown every single week. This team is is somewhat at this point dysfunctional. Uh, And the fact that you're in week one and you're having comments from the PR department saying you're coach is committed to staying with the football team. Are you serious? I, I, I watched a little bit of Jaguars in the preseason and you could see that they're they're not a team that's 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 together in all all senses of the word. Trevor Lawrence, he didn't have a bad day. 
But as a yeah. team, they were a bad football team in Denver. I mean, you watch the game, obviously, the New York Giants last week. Von Miller right. is back. Like, I know, I know he was hurt last year. He had two sacks in that game. He completely blew up the first reverse of the game. It, it, was, it was an impressive showing by Denver all the way around. And like you said, Teddy Bridgewater is professional. You know, that, that, he brings consistency to the position that they haven't had in a number of years. Is he going to be spectacular? No, but he's, he's good enough. Uh, against a really bad, to me, Jaguars team to, to cover this. Now, we lost Jerry Judy. He's out for the year. But Cortland Sutland, I think, is a is a heck of a receiver. He had a pretty good preseason uh, this year as well. I ca- caught a couple of their games. The other two guys, Tim Patrick and K.J. Hamler, I don't even know who those guys are. But that being said, <laughs> you will. That being said, yeah, that being said, Jacksonville is going to get trounced in this game. They gave up 450 yards to the Texans last week. Who I know Tiki seems to like them based on his opening. The Texans are not a good football team either. They just found, they just found a way to beat a really, really bad Jags team. Take the points here. And, and run with it. I'm, I'll be surprised if this line doesn't move as it gets closer to the game. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a Houston Texans fan. I like David Culley, and I love the fact that Terod Taylor played fantastic for him, and he shoved it in everybody's face who thought that the Texans <laughs> were going to stink because Deshaun Watson has all this nonsense hanging around him. Um, right. I do also, Rondé, like the Denver Broncos here. And by the way, K.J. Hamler is a baller. I saw him play at Penn State. By the way, I'll be at Happy Valley for the whiteout this weekend against Auburn. Sean Clifford uh, and KJ Hamler had this this great adjustment for blitzes. You know what it was? Go deep. <laughs> you, know what, you know what they did? They threw it deep, and he scored major touchdowns. Uh, yeah. Even though he dropped a touchdown, a huge one against that the Giants bad. last week. An yeah. Enormous play, perfectly thrown ball as uh, as well by Teddy Bridgewater. But it, at the end of the day, the, the Denver Broncos are a a growing team. Last year, the issue was Drew Locke and his turnovers. There were 15 straight weeks where Drew Locke had a turnover. Some of them were interceptions, some of them were fumbles, but it was making bad decisions. And to Rondé's point, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't make bad decisions. I look at his odds for the MVP, 101. It probably should be longer than that, to be perfectly honest with you, because he's not going to put up the numbers to be an MVP candidate. But 100 to 1, I would take that with Teddy Bridgewater, because this team can win with him, especially with the defense that's as dominant as 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 they look like they were against the New York Giants. Rondé, I literally wrote down exactly what you said. Vaughn Miller is back. The dude is 32 years old. He's kind of playing for a contract, and so he has a, tri- a, yeah. a, a chip on his shoulder. Um, I like the Denver Broncos uh, laying six here. It's probably going to be a lot more than that. The Jacksonville Jaguars threw 51 times last week, and we all know that Daryl Bevel, the former offensive coordinator oh, for yeah. the Seattle Seahawks, Likes to throw the ball more than he likes to run the ball, Marshawn Lynch. Um, so at the end of the day, I think the Jaguars are struggle. The Denver Broncos are finally, after a couple of years, getting it together under Vic Fangio and Pat Shermer, their offensive coordinator. Well, and that was the feeling here in Denver coming into the season. They have one of the easiest schedules in the league, and they open with the Giants. Jaguars and Jets at home. They have a huge opportunity to really make a statement, and they were going to have to if they're going to compete in that AFC West. Guys, quickly, you brought up Von Miller. One of my favorite things in that game was Vaughn talking to Teddy Bridgewater on the sideline yep. and said, Man, yeah, that. we haven't had this since number 18, 
was here. And I love you, man. And that's the that's the kind of camaraderie and team uh, effort that they're going to need. I thought that was really cool. I love Denver in this game as well. Not just a homer bet. I know that's <laughs> it. I like the Broncos to uh, cover in this one. All right, guys. Uh, let's now move on to the Barbers games of the week. Um, you know, I got some inside information about both your games of the week. So <laughs> here's here's what I'm thinking we do. I, I want you both to say your game of the week together on three. All right, here we go. All right. One, two, three. Green, Green Bay. Green Bay. <laughs> what? What? Are you kidding? Wait, who did you take, Rodney? Who did you take? Uh, who are you taking? I I've taken Detroit. Get out of here! Are you insane? So I disagree, Tiki. Oh, you gotta be crazy, Rondé. Look, tell I me know. you tell me you watched Green Bay play last week. I did tell watch me you Green Bay. Jameis Winston throw five touchdowns last week yes, against he, a new, <laughs> new coordinator okay. in Green Bay right. and right. Joe Barry on defense. And Jameis Winston, who I like. I like Jameis Winston. He looks thin. He's 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 much more confident. He only turned the ball over once, and that was overturned by a by a penalty. Jameis looked good, but Green Bay. Oh my God, man! It, <laughs> tell me this. Tell me this. Can you can you prove to me that Aaron Rodgers is still not upset about what happened? Relax, <laughs> relax, <laughs> man. Relax. He won the MVP last year. He had a disjointed oh. offseason. It was the stupidest drama-filled offseason I think I've seen in the history of the world, uh, the sports world, with him being upset. Whatever. Here's the thing. Green Bay uh, will rebound. The problem is not about Green Bay because I think they're good. They have a good quarterback. Devontae Adams is good. Aaron Jones is good. They have a, yep. a, a pretty good defense as well. They just played poorly last weekend against Jameis Winston, who, by the way, threw for 100, 150 yards. He had 148 yards and five touchdowns. There's one big play in that game. There's one. The rest of it was because of turnovers by Aaron Rodgers. He got kicked in the nuts and decided to throw it, you know, a, a, across his left shoulder throw. And then he threw, he overthrew a, his wide receiver by 15 yards on a go route after we saw him drop dimes into a net from the 50-yard line all offseason, right? He just had a bad day. I trust Aaron Rodgers to get back. But I don't trust the Detroit Lions not to get blown the hell out. Now, we look at the final score of that Detroit Lions game, and, oh, they put up 40, 33 points against the San Francisco 49ers. The game was 31 to 10 at halftime, right? They, that's the proverbial, I take my foot, and I'm taking it off the gas, right? <laughs> they, that, that's all that happened. I give Dan Campbell a lot of credit for the team fighting back and getting back into it, but they are not good. And I do not trust Jared Goff to be a quarterback and throws for 300 yards on a steady basis. So I like the Green Bay Packers. They're at home. They're at home getting 11 points here. I think they win by at least two touchdowns. I, I do not. Monday night football. I do not. <laughs> Monday night football, anything can happen. We just we just saw it. You just watched one of the greatest Monday night football games last week uh, in, in Las Vegas. Look, Green Bay – I think they are in shell shock mode right now. I think there's dysfunction mm, in the building right now. And, and are they going to win this game? Probably. Are they going to win by 11? No way. No way. <laughs> J- Jared Goff was 30. He threw the ball 57 times last week, by the way. Because they had to. They were down 31 had, to 10, dude. He had, he, had, he had three touchdowns. And look, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift all had eight catches. TJ Hawkinson had eight catches. Look, All they're right. an offense that can score some points. Now, now, now it's true. Five point nine yards I, per attempt. 
That's I, like throwing not, it to the I'm running back saying, every single play, dude. I'm not saying I'm not saying you want to you want to put a, you want to put a, you want to put an over on how many catches? <laughs> they are not gonna lose by 11 points. T- Detroit has something to them. You know, you you know their head coach. Dan is a Dan. heck of he is a heck of an, a football coach, and he's not a guy that's going to be intimidated by going on the road to play the Green Bay Packers. All right, the, Green Bay the Packers doesn't are look disagreeing. Great. Who agree to know. disagree? Proving you Let's know identical twins aren't always identical, right? Okay. Even though we did pick the same game. <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Hey, I didn't even get to it. So uh, right now, according to SuperBook.com. Green Bay open as a minus 10 and a half a favorite. The line is up to minus 11 over under 48 points. And if, if you didn't, uh, if you didn't get that, uh, Rondé's going with Detroit and Green Bay <laughs> will, uh, is Tiki's pick for this one. So, uh, listen quickly for me, uh, this is, this is an interesting game because of such a horrible performance from the Packers and Rogers, uh, you know, they it, it, this, the Packers season could go one of two ways after this, you know, proved last week was a fluke and Rodgers still has it or the Green Bay Packers are falling apart and father time has sacked Rodgers. Going to be interesting to see which way it goes. But uh, I'm jumping on the tiki uh, bandwagon here. I'm t- I'm going I'm laying the lumber mm-hmm. with uh, Green Bay. <laughs> And Detroit, Detroit all, on Monday Night Football. What? Yeah, all I gotta say is Rondé's Manchester United loss of the young boys in Group F of the group stages of the Champions wow. League, while Liverpool, my team, beat up on AC Milan three two. Oh, That's all right. I'm saying. Wow, Just deep saying. dive here. I've got nothing to say. I've got <laughs> nothing <a> to say. <laughs> all right, guys, we got to move on, and uh, we want to once again. I just um, thank everyone for for listening and viewing to Betting with the Barbers. Uh, We are excited to have you. Got some great feedback on Twitter uh, this week, and we do want to hear from you each week. Send us a question that we will uh, throw out to the Barber Brothers on Twitter uh, at Superbook Sports is the handle. And uh, this week, guys, and we got to go rapid fire on this one, okay? Uh, Alyssa Mary sent in uh, a question. She wants to know your picks for three games. All right. Rapid fire. She wants to know who you like in the Steelers Raiders game right now. Steelers minus five and a half. Uh, the, the Chargers taking on the Cowboys. Chargers are minus three. And then a college game she's got a question on North Carolina coming in as eight point favorites against your alma mater, Virginia. Boy, I'm going to pick on that one. Yeah. Right, let's rapid fire. Uh, Rondé, kick us off. Steelers, take them. I, I, I don't trust Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like this. Great, great, great. Great game and 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 Waller's on our on our fantasy team. He's a stud. I still like the Steelers. Uh, Chargers, uh, Dallas, gonna be a shootout, man. Uh, whatever the over is on uh, points, go go for it. And both of those quarterbacks like just gonna let it fly. And um, what was the other one? Uh, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia. This is a different Virginia team. I know Carolina's supposed to be good this year. Virginia has lit up the scoreboard the past two, the first two weeks of the college football season. Really? So you take you're taking eight. I don't know about that. I don't know about eight. I think Virginia might even sneak away with a win here. 
Yeah, I like the Steelers as well. They have an elite defense right now. Devin Bush in the middle, TJ Watt and Cam Hayward, who is probably the most underrated player in football right now. Take the Steelers. I like the Cowboys, actually. Dak Prescott is playing out of his mind. Forget Zeke Elliott, even though if he does show up, I mean, even you know, forget the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to be great, even better. And then Brennan Armstrong, the quarterback for the UVA Cavaliers, has been elite. ACC Co-Offensive Player of the Year. His first week, uh, ACC Offensive Player of the Week last week with 405 yards and five touchdowns. I know Sam Howell is the man. Give me Brennan Armstrong and UVA. Wahoo. Uh, both went with Virginia. There's a shocker. What were the odds that they both <laughs> would pick Virginia, guys? That's what I want to see. We'll, we'll save it for next week. Hey, week number two is upon us. Make sure to sign up at Superbook.com and check out all the odds. Download the Superbook app for the latest odds and follow Superbook on social media at Superbook Sports. And we want to thank uh, Alyssa for sending that uh, question in. Send in your questions for a chance to win a trip to Vegas to hang out with the Barber Brothers. Who wouldn't like that? That's going to wrap it up. But before we go, guys, any final thoughts as we approach week number two? Enjoy it. It's going to be a lot of fun. There is so much uncertainty in the NFL and college football as well. So just sit back and maybe make a wager and chill and have a couple beverages. I love it. Can't say anything more than that. And go United. (laughs) There it was. Final dig. You got to get it. All right. For Ronde and Tiki Barber, I'm Ron Cluck. We will see you again next week for Betting with the Barbers. Been locked into the Betting with a Barbers podcast. 10, 5, touchdown, Tiki Barber! Presented by Superbook Sports, featuring former All Pro NFL stars Tiki and Ronde Barber, and featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today, and never miss out on the Barber Twins weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Ronde Barber broke up the play. Ronde Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network. network.